Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks who's stuck on those tracks and can't cross them. Welcome, David. <laughs> oh, he's not here. All right. <laughs> Why isn't he here, Ross? Well, I think that's a long story, which he can explain in detail on episode 32. <laughs> a man who has said Dave Warner modelled his game on. Over to you, Mick. Hello, gents. I'd just also like to say that I am the one who taught Manny Wade how to keep. Stuart <laughs> McGill, you can get fucked. <laughs> Australia's number one Nathan Lyon fan. Bison he, fan. Or is he back? Oh, I don't know. Our guru, welcome, Alex. Hi, guys. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm back on the, the goat or not. Did bowl well. I saw his last over from yeah, the his last Australian over website. Yep. Very good. He actually hit a length for a change. So. He, knocked, he knocked your most hated player stump out of the ground. That's going to get yeah, you back on him. He's still not on, Jimmy. <laughs> still not on it. I predicted it. I tipped this. But uh, no, I'm still on the bison. He's okay. injured, I think, at the moment. But uh, he'll be no, back. Is, anyway, it doesn't matter. Today we come to you from the twinfrederickherald.com.au studios. <laughs> I'm and in the, the Frederick, Frederick Harold Facebook page studio. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I'm in the Frederick... Frederick Shut up, Alex. You're already interrupting me. <laughs> I'm in the FrederickHarold.com.au studio, and you guys are in the Frederick Harold Facebook page studios. Yes, Frederick, uh, Facebook.com slash Frederick Harold. All right, this is up. a big live production. Brought to you by our ever-growing host of financially viable sponsors, the Gold Medal Soft Drink Company, Commons Class Submarine, Dick Smith, Masters, Pizza Haven, Eagle Boys, Barnacle Bills, Ollie's Trolley, Smorgies, Sizzler. A new sponsor, BLK Sportswear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bilo, Franklin Supermarket, Tucker Bag, Pocket Mail. Hey, Pocket Mail me. Copper Art, Brushes, Laserdisc, Flash Drives, and of course, all our podcasts are recorded onto high-quality Betamax. Don't forget our Patreon and Kickstarter campaigns. Give that we may record better. First up, it's National Team Talk. And let's have a look at these new test selections, one at a time. So first of all, we've got Matt Renshaw, Queensland opener, just 19 years of age. Um, he's looked good during the test match. He's got yep. a technique that uh, sort of looks a bit like Alistair Cook and Matty Hayden mixed together. Yeah, Crouch is very low, but a very um, wide stance. Yeah, incredibly wide stance, yes. But um, he plays the ball late and in front of his eyes, and yeah, um, he didn't uh, make a lot of runs, but he looked comfortable facing that awkward 12-over period at the end of day one. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. left well. Oh, um... international standard, elite level leaving. Oh, yeah, oh. just that's what brings kids to um, <laughs> yeah. None of this Dave Warner chasing wide balls. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just let him go. Tubby Taylor-like, you know. Oh, that's that's two mils outside off stump. Arms up, <laughs> arms up. <laughs> See you later. Oh. I just love how the um, commentators are so, like, desperate to embrace him that, like, as soon as he, like, left about two, they're like, oh, he looks so oh, comfortable, yeah. bro. <laughs> Best, what, what did he make? Best 18 yeah. ever. No, no, 10. 10. One oh, better 10. than the the sublime nine that Rob Quiney made on day. Yeah. Yes. Did he uh, make a Cowan 50? Oh, he might have made an Ed Cowan. Yeah, face 50 yeah. balls. He might have. Yeah. yeah. He, um, he wasn't, a, he wasn't as anywhere near as good as... Um, Usman Kawaja on debut. That 37 has gone down in folklore, that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think anyone will ever live up to those lofty standards no, again. No. 37 on debut. Come on. <laughs> Forget about it. 
Um, Peter Hanscom looked very comfortable. In fact, yes, very, very comfortable. looked like he was yeah. born to play test cricket as a number four or five batsman. Yeah, yeah another guy that batted tight and that yes. copped a heap of criticism. The commentators, Clark and Ward, mm-hmm. um, just... Oh, you've got to tick the strike over. You've yeah. got to be kidding. You can't just let the bowler dictate to you. Blah, blah, blah. Look what happened. We posted a competitive fucking score. Like, oh, They're so I don't get it. pig-headed and stupid about that. Yeah. They, there's nothing wrong with uh, wearing the bowlers down by, yeah, exactly. you know, not not tying yourself up in knots that you, you know you're hitting them two meters from the face of your bat. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, but, yeah. don't you know, bat like I bat. Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> yeah. myself. You know, could could not even manage to swing the bat hard enough to do anything but dead bat. I mean, they've got more ability than that. Stonewall special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's a backlist? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with wearing the bowlers down. We saw Kyle Abbott's no fucking good. Neither is Vernon Philander. <laughs> He's a definitely not overweight, a um, lazy, slow bowler, and that's what yeah. happened. They had to bowl three and four spells, and guess what? By the fourth spell, they were shit, and we could make exactly. runs. You don't have to make hay from ball one. Wear exactly. them down. When they're tired, then rub them into the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what Australia did, and should have been doing for years. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this whole idea of dominating the bowling, like it's all well and good, but sometimes you're going to come up against bowling you can't dominate, and you yeah. just got to get through it. And wait, like you said, wait for them to get tired and then take advantage of them. Yeah. Right. And, and I hate saying it, but all credit to the South African bowlers in that initial spell. That was some great bowling by Abbott and um, Philander, even though I hate both of them with a passion. And they, what did the Australian batsmen do? Got through it. Sorry, Ross. Yeah, did they make them play enough, though? I thought that bowling was pretty ordinary. Yeah, they, 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 they did make, make it easy to leave. Yeah, there was a couple of good leaves by Rickshaw that were like, oh, you could yeah. have played at that. But yes, yeah. your points are valid, I think. Um, it's interesting, those, like, Warren and Clark, and I don't know if they're just because they're commentators, but it just reflects a stupid attitude that you wouldn't... It's the natural game thing, you know? It's... Yeah. You know, you know, you've always got to play this one way, which is aggressive and dominate. And it's like, no, yeah. that's why we're bowled out for 60 on a seeming pitch, you know? And that's yeah. But there was a... Um... It was an interesting stat when I was listening to it. They were talking about Hanscom. Mm. And in so in day-night Sheffield Shield fixtures, he's got, like, the third most runs of all time. Yeah. Yeah, right. Behind, um, I think it was Mike Hussey and... Probably someone like Hopes or something. No, no, no. It was someone like Hados or someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they had, like, 900 or something or yeah. 700. And he was, like, seven runs behind Hussey. They were about 480, yeah. 490, both of them. So that's an interesting stat because he's only probably played three or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so he obviously has no dramas with the pink ball. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and how see. well did Kawaja bat? Oh, unbelievable. Uh, is he our new opener? Maybe. Uh, mm. No, I kind of like the Warner with a complete dead bat guy yeah. combination. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. The reality is he's been at three for Australia, so the odd day he's going to basically be no anyway. I don't know what I'm doing. It's a new ball. Pretty yeah. much faced it ever since he's been at three. That was a bit of a nothing, that thing with Warner being off the ground too. I mean, yeah. he's got a sh- He's got some little tear inside his shoulder joint somewhere. But the, yeah. the, the stupidity of it was, is like, I, 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 part of me's like, oh, yeah, good on him. Like, take any advantage you can and no, fucking yeah, stick yeah, it true. to him. But then the other side of it is, is that what like if you had a way to like was like two or three more overs or something, Warner could have batted. 
And you're probably more likely in that situation yeah. to get worn out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Like, the, the, at night when the ball's meant to do a bit more and he likes to play away from his body, yeah. wouldn't you go, well, you know what, we'll wait the next six minutes or whatever it is, so that way he does have to bat because yeah, we're probably going to get him out and we'll take one with us. To be fair, the way they've been bowling to us, they would have thought this Redshaw young yeah, guy well, is a walking true. wicket like everyone else in Australia yeah. is, so. Yeah, it's easy to say in hindsight, I suppose, but it's a good point, though, because water is likely to go out. Because mm-hmm. you just go, I'll just chuck a half volley outside off and see if he dicks yeah. off. You might hit a couple of boundaries. But... Mm. Uh, interesting, then, the next uh, batting position, uh, that someone who would probably fit into what Clark and Warren were talking about, <laughs> you know, taken on the bowlers, Nick Maddinson. Yeah, oh. I saw that dismissal. And the Cricket Australia, like the little gif or whatever thing that just plays th- a minute or 30 seconds. Yeah. It said, oh, watch this absolute ripper that Maddinson got. And the, he bowled a half volley on middle stump. Yeah, it swung a bit, but... Oh. Did it? I don't know. Did you anyway. see the Rabada's look of disdain and yes. how pathetic Madison batting was when he oh. got him out? He just sort of, like, was disgusted he at how he got him out. Oh. And, and Madison just sort of poked at it. Like, he looked like a number yeah. 10 batsman. Oh, you know, the first yeah. bowler, I bowl a few quick ones at him and then, oh, I'll just put one on middle stump and see what he can do, <laughs> and he just missed it. And it's a feet massive, nowhere. Yeah, feet nowhere, bat... But nowhere near the pad, you know, nothing, no defence, just, oh, oh, you bowl one on the stumps, I can't hit it. So, I think you'll find that that wicket is the final nail in the coffin of Steve Smith being allowed to have a say in style. Because apparently that was his, like, yeah, Madison was, like, Captain's his one that he pushed for. I'll yeah. bring the best out of him, I always yeah. have, blah, blah, blah. They'll just go back. Apparently they play grey cricket together for stuff. Yeah. Oh, God, nepotism. <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah, in, in legal terms, you said a precedent. So yeah. they're always going to, as soon as uh, Smith goes, I want him in my side, they'll go, okay, we've got precedents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're showing the video of Maddinson yeah. getting out. Looking for Vrabada bowling a relatively straight one on the yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. it looked like Glenn McGrath getting out or something. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> Glenn McGrath would be, uh, you know, punching himself in the arm if he got, in, got out like that. Jeez, it was bad. But he joins Elite Company, um, making a duck in his first test innings. Matty Elliott. Yeah. Ah. There's a couple of others listed. I can't remember who they were. Yeah, I remember, I remember Elliott as well. Yeah, I remember Elliot. Elliott when it happened. Yeah. 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 Can't remember. There was two others, but yeah. I can't remember the other two. Steve Waugh? No, no. Was the, like... I used to crack for his first three years. It was, um, I want to say Roy, but I don't think that's right. Yeah, someone. It was good research, guys. Yeah, yeah. recent Mitch Marsh, baby. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Marsh first ten deep. Yeah. So uh, that, that number six position for Australia is like a really rich vein of batting yeah. form at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. All yeah. it does is give even more reason to pick someone in form like Jake Lehman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he's made a couple of low scores, but um, Curtis Pattinson made a um, seventy yeah. odd yesterday. Um, but and he think he made a 50 in the second innings against the Vicks as well yeah he did yeah he's in, he's yeah. in good nick um, interesting like you're talking about say Renshaw and Hanscom scoring a bit slower but you've got Warner and Smith never has any trouble you know he's got to yeah, at times yeah. temper down and not ha- not play three shots to every ball you know he's just got yeah. that natural ability and Kawaja scores at a 
decent rate. He's very um, yeah. Well, he'll end up scoring at a decent rate. He bats yeah. properly, right? So yeah. slow at the start. He gets his eye. Then once he gets oh, his eye, yes. he starts to pierce yeah. the field, and his strike rate grows. As more I, I don't think even if we had say you know three, we got three in the top. We got Warner and Smith who can score at will. I mean, if the others all scored sort of in inverted commas more slowly, it wouldn't even yeah. matter. We're talking yeah, about and, you know a yeah, test exactly. match. It's not one, you know, a limited. But it, like, and Ant, but Anscom showed that if he needs to, he can get on with it. Yeah, he's got he's fifty he, up in yeah. three balls. Yeah. He's got uh, he's like, got gears. He doesn't just yeah. he's not a grinder. Yeah, he just uh, those yeah. couple of like they, they weren't even couple drives. They were just like the old bit of the old Hados just punch at the ball yeah. and then it just went pew yeah. and took off. Totally but when he sma- when he pulled that hook shot, I thought he. Because there's two blokes down there, yeah. like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I'm like, yeah! <laughs> mixed book better, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag mixed book better. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag set to sizzle. Ah, oh, not, not <laughs> oh. And um, the interesting one, also, uh, the Wade and Neville thing. I don't really get it. Um, Matty Wade is not as good a keeper as Neville, it would seem. Let's just talk amongst ourselves about how we did on the weekend, Mick. <laughs> so I batted for a long time, and I've never hit the ball worse <laughs> in my life. I made 10, I reckon, off about 20 overs. Oh, this bloke coming on half rat pace, pitched one in his half, I played a pull shot, I'm like, sweet. I hit it twice. <laughs> <laughs> like just over mid-wicket, run two, and I'm like, oh, how bad am I going? So what you're saying is that you're putting your hand up for Nick Madison's spot. Oh, yeah. I could miss a straight one of middle stuff. <laughs> you're so, back, Ross. Yes, sorry. I didn't realise I'd gone away. Oh. No, we lost you for a minute, mate. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was, yeah. saying, I was just saying the Wade versus Neville selection. It was a bit of an interesting one. Mm. Um, yeah. Neville's probably the better keeper, Wade. Um... Doesn't seem to have, you know, be as clean with the gloves. Yeah. And Neville's run scoring, well, he did make 60 not out in Perth just two tests ago. So, and Wade's yeah. not in great batting form. But the th- number one thing he seem, seems to bring to the team is his chat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Elite chat. Elite <laughs> level chat. International standard wicket-keeping chat. Yeah, okay. Bants. Hashtag bants. In fairness to him, but that stumping of line in the first innings is pretty good. Yes, that was it. good. And yeah. also, his chat last night, it was annoying the fuck out of KP, which was good. He was having yeah. a real oh, wind good. It annoys him. Yeah. And then Doesn't Donnie... he have like a girly laugh, KP? Yes, he did his girly <laughs> laugh. Yes, he did that. Yeah. Um, uh, it seemed to annoy the shit out of Dumini or something because he played that strange oh. shot that got, got yeah. him bold. Yeah. If, that, if, that, if you can get Wiggins purely by chatting, then I think he's, he's the man for the job. And that also, just... Um, solidifies my um, disdain for duty. If <laughs> someone like him gets in your head at test level and you play a shot like yeah. that, come on. Yeah, and the other thing was, if that's all the difference is between Wade and Neville, and, you know, Neville can keep better, and Wade's not in great batting form, which he's meant to be better than Neville at, can't yeah. you just tell Neville to just yell like a dickhead the whole time? Because yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all Wade would do. Like, you can learn to do that. It's really easy. Just, you know, get in a room Your with, shit. Yeah, with book Mate. and just get in there and practice going, oh, great ball, guys. Like, how hard Mate, if it was really easy, I'd be able to teach the 16-year-old kids to play my cricket so I can do it. <laughs> I think there's a bit of a difference between a 32-year-old. <laughs> but Neville's a long-time professional. Can't, can't he just, like, practice yelling at the top of his voice after every ball? Great yeah, exactly. ball, Gary! Just go into a soundproof recording studio with Boof. Just yeah, get him just... keeping in the nets, just yelling the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Come on, boys! It's <laughs> probably more like stuff like your shit. You've never mm. been any good. Yeah. From all accounts, Wade just calls everyone a C bomb and just like <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> was this... Sorry, Mick, go. Oh, because I, I talked about sledging that and I read. Apparently in Graham Smith's book, that's the thing he couldn't get over at test levels in Australia because pretty much all warning did was walk past and the whole time just go, you're a cunt. Not witty, not like make you have a chuckle or anything, just like flat out just, just prick behaviour. Not getting to the core of your soul <laughs> yeah. and yeah, making you doubt yourself and everything you've been doing in your life, yeah. just insulting you on the yeah. base level. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would really mess with your head, wouldn't it? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's ten blokes every ball yeah. walking past yeah. the ball, you kind of probably would get. Maybe you sit in the rooms up and go, "Well, maybe I am. Maybe I need to be better than people." I don't know. Get that from the whiteboard. <laughs> Getting those, you know, with the um, detective shows yeah. that the other red bit of yeah. string across the cut. yelling and they were the channel nine were just uh, not talking and letting like so you could hear what he was yelling out (laughs) these blokes are shit or something at one stage (laughs) Uh, to apologize yeah yeah. (laughs) and he's just going there's one here there's two it was all the same sort of crap you hear at local cricket yeah yeah castle the castle not quite that but yeah similar (laughs) same lines uh, it wasn't. I think the stuff to get inside their head is like, oh, the, he can't play this shot, or yeah, it's the sort yeah. of stuff that you know. Even if you, you like, you're a test standard player, you shouldn't react to that. But um, things like saying, oh, none of your teammates like you, that might get into your friends. Yeah, you got no friends, or oh, he's not going to run on your call because he doesn't trust you and all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that would get into their heads, but just walking up and calling them can't. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yes. Interesting point I heard on the commentary last night was um, they're talking about Kawaja's innings, how he batted for a whole day. Who was the last Australian batsman to bat for a whole day of Test cricket? Um, I think it was the Australian cricket team, maybe. <laughs> I don't think they've been <laughs> no, they've done it for a while either. Probably right. like one of Smith's innings. I was thinking maybe, um, yeah, um, uh, Smith or Michael Clark when he made that 300. He would have batted yeah, all day. Yeah. One day. Well, did he bat that whole Australia day when we were there? Oh, yes, he might yeah, have too, yes. Easy. That yeah. summer. That was about five summers ago. I reckon summer would have batted a whole day. Not water, maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe. It's interesting. That's taken Kawaja five years yeah. from his debut to now. To have that innings, it's probably, you know, solidified yeah. him as the, a good test player. So. Yeah, which, pretty... is, which is which is unusual considering these figures aren't that bad, but everyone just seems yeah. to question you constantly. Yeah, yeah. it's probably that's probably guys. standard though to take that five years. You look at Hayden and Langer and, and yeah. others. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, what it was Steve Warford. Yeah, longer than that probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like, it's not, it's like the thing about him too is he was picked young. It's not like he was like mm. hussy and picked at like yeah. thirty when he knew his game inside and out and yeah. come out and just. You know, average whatever, what half average three billion for yeah, the yeah. first year. Like some, like if you when you're younger and you're still kind of unsteady in your feet a little bit, like it's gonna take you a while to settle. Yeah, and you usually what happens is, especially with like bowlers and stuff, you come yeah. out and you take a billion wickets or whatever, and the blokes work you out. But then yeah. then you have that trough of three years before you can. Yeah. Then you, you know, get better and you yeah. Over, well, it's you like with um, yeah. uh, Phil Hughes. 
yeah. he come out and braid him, yeah. and then people worked him out, oh, you bowl short yeah. to him or whatever, yeah. or you bowl on his hip and he goes out, and then yeah. he goes away, comes back, worked out that yeah. aspect of his game and come yeah. back. Yeah, that's right. And most of the young batsmen, like Ponting even, they get dropped, they work on those deficiencies, come back a more complete player, yeah. and off they go. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes. So it's good to see uh, some of those younger players getting an opportunity because then they can be um, successful in the long term, hopefully. Mm. But it's interesting, Michael Clark was talking about how you bat in the nets for 20 minutes and you never get the opportunity to bat for seven hours unless it's in a game. And maybe that's part of the problem. You know, they're constantly doing net practice rather than, yeah. rather than playing tour matches where you can bat for seven hours. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Or mm. you, you play cricket and train cricket for a living yeah. and you have heaps of time. Why mm. don't you just do it? Yeah, so why isn't there training... Yeah, batting for two-hour blocks. 40 minutes, yeah. an hour. Yeah. They've got all this money, they've got all these fan yeah. bowling machines and all this stuff. Can't they just bat for an hour or two in well, front of the bowling machine? And haven't they got these new ones that can bowl spin and bowl yeah. this and bowl it's that? Yeah, the line and leaves yeah. and yeah. set it on random. It's an interesting one because it reminded me of a story, uh, Mike Hussey. Uh, there's a yeah, story about Mike Hussey myth? with his batting coach and his batting coach said, you can't build an innings. So that you know, he's prodigiously talented, but um, they got out there. I don't know if it was at a ground or in some nets, and he made him bat all day. And they'd he'd bat for two hours and run every run. And yeah, then, you know, be it, and then face yeah, all that, and they did it for you know two, three, two-hour blocks. So oh, he, yeah. he would yeah, bat all day. And the, but that was his batting coach named Michael Batira. No. <laughs> Not sure. Um, but that's the sort of thing. Why isn't the Australian cricket team... Now, I know that sort of sounds extreme, but, you know, maybe it's just... You you know, you you play as you train, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if you but only bat for 20 like, minutes in the net... Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This is meant to be one of our elite, best-funded international yes. teams that we as a country produce. Yeah. How can this not happen? Yeah. How is there not a facility with, you know, six nets in a... And you can have... Bowlers in some, and then bowling machines, yeah. and blokes, once they bat for an hour against the bowling machine, then go and bat half an hour against the bowlers, then go back in the bowling machine. Yeah. Like, how is it not possible to do something like I that? have a theory. Just like you're not allowed to bowl more than three uh, hours per day, yes. you're not allowed to bat for more than yeah. three hours per day. Pat, <laughs> Pat, fucking hell. Yeah. Hey, well, look at, what, I love how we've got all these rugby union blokes. Do you know oh. our rugby union team shit? Yeah, <laughs> really bad. Yeah, really you know, bad. I actually had a look into this whole, like, I had a bit of a look into Pat Howard. Should, so we, he, should we sound the research Claxton or whatever? So, 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 he, so he came into the, to the um, set up. system set up in 2011. Yeah. So yeah. for the 2011, so it was, it was in October, so it was that yeah. summer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's our high-performance manager. Yeah. Since he's um, been around, I had this, I had it written down somewhere, but I don't think I brought it with me. But it's 30 wins, like 20 losses, and 9 draws. So we're at 50% under his high performance. Yeah. So, what part of fucking that's high performance? <laughs> yeah. So he's sort of like the mediocre performance manager. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know you know, you know, what you can replace him with? 50 cent fucking piece. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we win this test, bang, yep, oh, we lose that test, no worries. Like, it's, yeah, what? Fucking hell. 
Yeah, that's true. If you were a high performance manager, you should come from some, some sort of sporting team that you know wins like ninety five percent of the yeah. time. Yeah, and because yeah, I think he was like he was like coaching or something to do with like Leicester Rugby Union in England oh, yeah. or something. Like, uh, just on that, Mick, were they only allowed to do three hit ups per day? <laughs> no, they, yeah, they, <laughs> they were. They were only allowed to touch the ball twice yeah, a day. Only one yeah. backwards pass a day because it sort of hurts your neck looking backwards. Yeah. So and that, that thing, spot. the line out lifting up, that that's hard. Oh, so you yeah. only had to do two. Oh, of them. that's yeah. one per week. That's yeah. hard. <laughs> well, what I find interesting is so he's a product of the Argus report. Yes. So his position's being created for the Argus report because apparently we were so bad we had to become better. Yeah. yeah. And all he's done is made us mediocre. Yeah. yeah, and wasn't it we need to take... We need to have the Sheffield Shield as a higher precedence. Yeah. That yeah. was one of the key findings of the Argus report. Do you reckon Cricket Australia have done it? No, no it's really. just... It's third rate after the Matador and after the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they'll send a test bowler back, force him into the side, and then go, oh, yeah, to the skipper, you'll be going by him for four overs, yeah. mate. Oh. So you've got this big, huge, lumbering fast bowler who has to field 86 overs. <laughs> <laughs> five leg to five leg, mate. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jackson Bird, good to see him back in because yeah. um, he was just... Uh, next on the list, and he got a five from his last test innings. I don't really know why they went to Joe Many. Not sure that he added much to it, but anyway, it sort of yeah. This it makes sense to have a pecking order with your bowlers. Sure, it can move around depending on performances, but you know, Bird yeah. was sort of the incumbent thirteenth player. I'm not sure yeah. why they deviated from that, but anyway, yeah. it makes you question why they even bothered putting Chad Sage in the squad, but yeah. Oh, well, he did go to New Zealand. I think, you know, they're saying, well, you're you're on the depth chart. You're 14th. I don't know. No, okay. <laughs> it's enough. funny but, now. That so, so what you're saying is in the nets, he should have, like, bounced bird and knocked him out. Yes, he should have. <laughs> Broken his fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's now, it seems like the Australian selectors are not banking on picking a guy for good performance, but assuming a guy can't be picked based on they might have a bad performance, right? Yeah. So they're like, ah. Oh, Bird, oh, don't know, he's the incumbent, done well. Oh, he might have a bad one. And like in the one day, as we'll talk about, it's like Hastings. Mm. Yes. Like, are you going to now have a bad performance? Why are you picking some unknown guy in the squad and not picking a known guy in the squad? I don't know, it's an interesting thing. But it's like the quote that I put on our Twitter that I was watching Inside Cricket on Foxtel with Brendan Julian, his show he has on there. Yeah. And Mark Moore's one of the panellists and a selector, which makes it very interesting because it's between tests. Yeah, yeah. And I talking about the Callum Ferguson, and he goes, yeah, but you know, if he, walk, if he walks out there and peels off a 60 or 70, it's a good selection. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, and no, the sky's shit. blue. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, oh, that really? Oh, yeah, if we pick Joe Benny and he takes a hat trick on debut, like, we're, we're fucking great. No shit, idiot. Gosh. <laughs> talk about saying nothing when oh. you're talking, right? Yes, yes, talking but saying nothing. Talk, 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 if talk. I get bold for none, I'll make a duck. But if I make if I make 50, I'll make a 50. Really? Yes. Oh, but the funny thing true. was, we were saying how important the shield was, and going, you know, if the blokes make some runs, you know, you make a ton, 150, you might get yourself in the side, rah, rah. And then Brad Haddon was on there, and Brad Haddon started kind of like needling a bit. He goes, oh, what, so if you make 200, you're guaranteed to get picked? And, he's, and he oh, said, look, yes. I think he did. Third hands give him the next day, build up a double ton. He's <laughs> not like, well, I have to. I said I've got to pick him now. Those five blokes who watch the show on Foxtel. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's really dumb. Yeah. Saying yeah. what a black and white really thing dumb. in the media, that's dumb. Well, we leave the, um, we look forward to the rest of this test match playing out. Australia seem to be yeah. in a fairly strong position. Yeah. Day-night test is... Um, uh, looks like good, well, certainly good television product. I'm not sure if you actually went to the game, whether you'd enjoy it that much. I know there's a few. Now, this will sort of probably annoy you, Alex. A few yes. um, of the uh, cricket writers, <laughs> press, press, the press, who yes. it, were on ABC Radio. They have a bit of a round table in the Yeah, I yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. They did have, and one of them did preface it by saying it's a bit of a whinge and, you know, don't. Yeah, that was a little bit light-hearted. They're saying, oh, it just wrecks the rhythm of your day because I've got to stay here at the cricket till 9.30. Usually I go out for tea by 7.30 and have a good old you know, drink with my uh, mates sort of thing. Chris Rogers was talking about that too, yeah. though, and one of the, uh, the South African commentators saying, you know, by the time you finish and you yeah. do all the finishing the coverage, and yeah. you might go out and have a beer or go and have a couple of beers or a feed yeah. and have a bit of a chat. He goes, we're getting over like 2 a.m. Yeah. Well, then just get up yeah. at like 10 yeah, well, and have yeah. your beers at 10. It's easy. Yeah, but also, I would have thought that would be really hard in Adelaide because what would be open after 11 p.m. in Adelaide? Nothing, uh, surely. They have 24 hour bakeries. <laughs> ah, there you go. Go, get, go get a veggie, you might scroll. There's a tank tour that's open all night, too, that does a couple of Kransky's on a pancake, which is great. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting one. I think if I was a. You know, going to a test match, I'd probably prefer to go to a day one because it just fits yeah. in so nicely with you get yeah. up late, but then you roll down to the ground. There's you're entertained all during daytime, and then yeah. have your meal and what a few drinks, and then go to bed and do the same the next day. But um, I'm sure we'll all get used to it. It's great for TV, but yeah. Um, yeah. But I think if I was getting paid to write about it, I'd yeah. Paid to travel around Australia writing about cricket, I wouldn't have too much to read about. No, yeah, right. no, no, I don't think I'd be witching. When I only talk <laughs> no. about facilities, time, I'd be witching about other things about how shit Australian cricket is, but I don't think I'd be witching about, you know, getting paid to, in the best seat in the house, watch yeah. a test match and just write, yeah, Nathan Lyon took three wickets, bowled well, you know. It's a good point. They weren't, they weren't complaining too hard. They were sort of just yeah. pointing out, it's a change of rhythm. And it's a, yeah. it's a real change-up. extrapolate yeah. like that to the to, you know, players or something yeah. and just bring it around. They yeah. were saying that as well, like um, maybe little things like, oh, the restaurants in Adelaide probably, their takings are down because normally they'd have the crowds coming in at about 7 o'clock. Yeah, well, that's true. It would affect, you know, it would affect like some that. of the bars and stuff. Yeah. Like that well. yeah. Adelaide Oval are just bloody... Yeah, but they'd be know, creaming high it. High-five it yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, well, apparently yeah. like they showed um, they showed on the... Channel 9 coverage, so what they've done this year, and might be behind where we were sitting. Oh, the scoreboard side? Yeah, yeah, chapels. yeah in the chapel stand where we were sitting when we went to the Australia, last Australia Day one. Behind there now is a big, huge like, food court. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it was just that. They had a few food trucks yeah. that we went there years ago, yeah, but it wasn't like this big kind of area. big kind of food court area, so obviously they've kind of looked at it, well, here's an opportunity. Yeah. To... And they probably looked at a need and gone, everyone's yeah. going to want to eat dinner, so... Mm. So. Yeah, anyway, it's we'll get another one coming up in just a couple of weeks. So yeah, let's see how it. that one goes in Brisbane. In the Gabbertsway. Yep. Yes. Um, touched on it briefly, but let's move over now to Shield Cricket. And um, last weekend, it was probably the round of Shield Cricket that's had the most interest in it in a few years, with all oh, the yeah, Australian yeah. players sent back, except for the fast bowlers. <laughs> so... I did a little bit of a quick analysis on this. So you have mentioned in, this to us, Ross. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, seventeen days in the middle of the cricket season. Um, so the first test in Perth finished on Sunday, November six, and then 
The second test was in Hobart, and the Australian players bowled on Saturday. Sunday was washed out, and then they yep. bowled again Monday. So Stark bowled 24 overs across Saturday and Monday. Hazel yeah. bowled 31 overs across those two days, and Joe Minnie bowled 28 overs across those two days. Over bowled Joe Minnie. And then they didn't bowl again <laughs> until Thursday, yeah. November 24. So that was 17 days. So Stark bowled 24 overs in 17 days. <laughs> yeah, that's less than... That's just one and a half overs a day. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's too much. Plan he he yeah. couldn't go. He's been... I know... He's slightly different because Greg Blewett sabotaged him by putting a metal cricket stump out in the middle of the ground. <laughs> and razor plays on it, yeah. too, I'm pretty sure. But the, the, these guys are professional athletes. They spend months in the gym developing their fitness to bowl. Yeah. And now their loads are managed so much they're not allowed to bowl. Oh, no. You couldn't mm-hmm. go to the Shield and bowl. You know, they could have managed their Shield overs. Really. Oh, yeah. They have previously. They could have gone, yeah. you're bowling 17 overs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Like, have to treat... Uh, Junior cricketers at senior level, five yeah. over spells. Yeah. You have to have five oh, overs off, then ten the overs off. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah. just just uh, annoying, dumb. I bet you they went down to the links and bloody swung their lower oh, half back. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it would have been a lot of golf being played. Yeah. What else were they bloody doing? Yeah, oh, playing FIFA 2000 or some shit. Or well, the new Don Bradman game that Jesse yeah. Bilkey uh, put on their Facebook Coming out game. in time for Christmas. Yeah. Be shit. I guarantee it. All cricket <laughs> games are crap. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, the old one on the Nintendo. The old Nintendo was pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Back <laughs> in the day when like, that's, you had your 2D platform. But ever since something got 3D, they've just always been like a generation behind. I've never the, played any of them. Oh, they look, like, they look crap. So you see GTA 5 looks awesome. Yeah. I guarantee you that Don Bradman cricket will look shit. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. Rant over. Yeah. Um, did, did Don write it? Yeah, I think he, I think he, um, he did all the, all the coding and stuff. <laughs> right, C++. None of this new shit yet. He didn't want to pay players. He doesn't want to code in Java. <laughs> I thought he was a Java man. Oh. No, no, C++. Oh, C. Oh, oh C. Plus, plus, yeah. Yeah, okay. Don't forget the semicolon. Yeah, yeah no syntax there is here, Ross. <laughs> we move on. So the round of <laughs> cricket wrapped up. Vicks beat New South Wales. Queensland did a job on South Australia. South Australia needed to face out uh, 12 more balls. They, they got done with 12 balls to go. That was very unlucky. And Western Australia and Tasmania was an interesting game because of the two batsmen who got knocked on the bongo. And yeah. they not only they ruled out for the rest of the match, it was... Um, uh, what's his name? Alex Doolan from Tasmania and also Adam Voges from Western Australia. They're not playing this round of Shield. Yeah, Voges one looked pretty bad. Well, the, the word, the mm. word, Jared, I was listening to the ABC coverage of the test at work on Thursday, I think, and the word that Jared Waitley had heard through the rumour mill was that Doolan's got a broken jaw. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Fuck. But... Cricket Australia and all the med- um, Tas- Cricket Tasmania and all that won't admit he's got it. So they're like, no, no, he's in contention for the next game. And he naturally didn't play. Yeah, oh, is that just to do a bit of a... I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, like, yeah, they still, like, haven't admitted that he hasn't broken jaw. But apparently, like, the rumour coming that's come out of there is that, yeah, they busted his jaw when he copped it. Jeez, that's a big hit. Yeah. It's through the grill or something. I don't know. Some, oh, some of the states put out, like, a little... 
press release sort of on their website when they announce their Shield squads. Mm. But Tassie are pretty poor and they don't bother. So you, you have to guess this, or unless you yeah. look up their Twitter feed, like James Faulkner missed a game. He had some little niggle, or I can't remember exactly what, but initially the squad was just listed without Faulkner. I was like, oh, what's he done? And they're, yeah, they're not yeah. very um, good with their communication. Maybe he's going in to get his teeth fixed. Yeah, maybe. He had a sore wrist from bowling back of the head. So. Oh, he, his wrist's going to just explode. He's going to get carpal oh, tunnel yeah. syndrome, isn't he? That bloke? He's, yeah. Oh, he's probably already got it. He has to wear one of those weird <laughs> yeah. wrist things so you can get compo, work compo. Oh, yeah. The yeah. wrist braces. Yeah. Now, you might have seen um, there's a round of Shield matches started yesterday, and Queensland are playing Western Australia at the Riverside Stadium in Townsville. And Sam, yes. Sam Truloff made his debut, a batsman, and he got his baggy maroon from Andrew Simons, who looked Big like Roy. he just jumped yeah, off Roy a fishing now. boat. Yeah. Yeah. Where, <laughs> it is, where it is going out, Polo? Big Roy. <laughs> he had his Bush Tucker Man hat on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's, uh, he had stubby shorts on, like those <laughs> shorts on. So is he... Queenslander! <laughs> I think that's who Michael Clark was talking about, you know, having the cattle dog and that shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Simons was so close to being captain of Australia. <laughs> I was so oh, close. Nice. <laughs> I think I was close to being captain of Australia <laughs> than Simons at any stage in his international career. Uh, a couple of points of note from yesterday's play in state cricket. Uh, Cameron White, keep, uh, was captain for Victoria, won the toss yeah. and sent... South Australia in, and they finished on five for 360. Yeah, it worked out well. Travis Jeez. Head made 130. Oh, and Cooper's like, Tommy Cooper's like 80, not yeah, out. 93 or something. Or 93. Is Cooper the guy who doesn't have a South Australian contract? I think it is. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's played every game. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Well, it was a kick up the backside he needed, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Uh, George Bailey thought that sounded like such a good idea that he simultaneously did the same thing in Hobart. Bart, and New South Wales are three for two seventy. Bales and Gavin Gendra, what's he doing? Yeah. Crazy captains. Neville was on seventy not out at stumps, and Moises Henriquez was on ninety four not out. Moises, Tassie's like playing futures league. Yeah, yeah that apart is from Bailey, no one can bat. Yeah. Yeah. No. And the best bowlers out. Yeah. Who's that? Oh, Bird. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you'll be glad they brought in his half brother Sam Rainbird to replace oh, him. Oh, 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 nice. Nice. <laughs> Half his name is the thing. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, yeah that's it. We move on now. To... It's even better if you have to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes it twice as funny. We move on now to women's cricket, and Australia yes. have been locked Whitewash. in. A... Shut up! Australia Sorry. has been locked in a five-match series with the South African women's team. I've been watching a little bit on the live stream. Well done, Cricket Australia! Excellent stream. Their streaming standards have really risen. And they played a couple of games at Monica Oval. Uh, last Sunday, Meg Lanning made her ninth international 100, which yeah. is a good effort. And Elise Perry made another 90. She's made three 90s in a row at Monica Oval. Oh, yeah. Shane Watson style. At least she's pretty. Yep. Yeah. Well, Shane Watson's pretty. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty. You see those average average yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was more a fan of his pectorials. They're impressive. I hope he hasn't... trapped guy as well. I hope he hasn't... Let himself go and got a sloppy rig now. That would be disappointing. Yeah, he's still got to play two twenty T twenty. Oh yes, yeah, so he's probably yeah, still doing some fitness work. Hopefully, is he going to get that weird um, Hodge body where you think he's overweight but he's not? He's just got like a huge upper chest area. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I Hodge rest. just is overweight. Anyway, we go. On. <laughs> 
But I, I hopefully at some point during this big bash, there's an opportunity for Watto to get his shirt off so we can just see what's happening with the rig. Yeah. yeah. Just do another photo shoot of him playing a cover drive nude. Yeah, that would be yeah. good. Yeah. That would be, that'd be right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something goes right up your alley. <laughs> so, Dutch play on. Yes. Two games at Monica followed by a game midweek at North Sydney Oval, and all of those Australia won. So it's a five-match series. The fourth game is at Coffs Harbour today. Australia will be looking to make it a clean, clean sweep. They've already 3-0 up, so... The, the fourth game today, as I said, sorry, and the fifth game on Tuesday, both at Coffs Harbour. So good effort by Australia. There the was... steady rise in places you want to play cricket at, from Bardica to North Sydney to Coffs oh, Harbour. Like... Not too bad. I, I do agree with you. Monica's international cricket venue, North Sydney. Oh, I mean, just know. more the place, not the actual ground of facilities. Oh, but you're well, in Canberra yes. when you go to Sydney. But it does make it tough. You've got test matches on and Shield, so all the main grounds are being... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do uh, take your point. Again, the SCG is free today. Um, oh, there you we go. could have yeah, played there. Played there. Yeah, that would have been good for um, you know worthwhile. Uh, but mm. I'm not 100 percent sure. Like I think Monica's a fair enough venue for women's cricket because it yeah. is available so often, and it is an international. Game. I wonder if they're not using the SCGs just a, also a case of like so when it's footage. Like if they're streaming it, you know it looks empty. Not that Shield games don't look empty too. Yeah. But... yeah. Just was a, trying to make the women's product look a bit more visually appealing to the spectator as well by not having it in big, massive, empty stadiums. Yeah, there was a yeah, decent a crowd at Monica Oval last week. Uh, yeah, you know, smattering of people. Yeah, there's nothing else to do in Canberra. Yeah, that's right. Can Canberrians are mad for sport, any sport? Yeah, because yeah. they don't get enough of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, yeah it, I can, it, look, GWS's crowds at Monica are nearly bigger than they are at their home ground in. Mm. Whichever town it is, Bank or Black, I always get them confused. Rudy Hill. Yeah, yeah BISP, Blacktown mm. International Sports Park. That's um, it. <laughs> it's interesting. I wonder, once, well, like I'll, I'll bring this up again. This I know, and the world, you know, media is changing, but last weekend there's no cricket on TV, and there were. Australia played the South Africans women's cricket in Canberra Friday and Sunday, two day nighters. They were yeah. already streaming it. The stream quality was pretty good. You know, just why don't they just get it on Gem or something? I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't understand it. Like, I really yeah. don't. Or even like, I don't understand why. Like, if you why not sell split rights then and save Channel Ten because yeah. they're like so into the WBBL and they've got Meg, um, not Meg. What's the commentator's name? Not Meg Lanning. What's their name? Uh, Lisa. Lisa Salaka. They got Lisa. But they got Lisa Salaka. They got. Uh, is it? What was the girl who was on the BBL coverage? Mel, Mel, Mel Lachlan or whatever. They've got like all these females cricket talent in their stable. Why don't they buy the rights and put it on one or something? There's that many digital channels now that there's no reason it can't be on somewhere. And like Channel One now, what are they going to do? Show show fucking... They don't even show sport on anymore. There's this sport channel now. It's like John Wayne fucking Western region. (laughs) 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 The undefeatable... Um... Well, I suppose it's, it is streamed, so if you have your rights set up at home, you can watch it through your TV. Yeah, yeah but even but, the stream, but like, Saturday, like, they have commentators on the stream? Yeah, the commentator, yeah, it was good. Oh, it, was okay. pro- it was properly done. Yeah. They, one of the South yeah. African um, uh, took a catch, and it was like Paul Collingwood when he caught Matty Hayden. Uh, you might have seen a little clip of it pop up. It was an amazing catch, and they captured it perfectly. 
Okay. Uh, they had multiple cameras, and they got the the yeah. the um, what's it called? Score beetle across the bottom, and the yeah. two, score two beetle. The, yeah, that's what they're called, I think. Yeah. Um, I I want them yeah. just to film the actual scoreboard like back in the day <laughs> VFL footage. Oh yeah. Like, what's the score? Camera pan. Pan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. pan back to set a circle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but on those rights to the one days may yeah. well be free. Yeah, that's uh, true. Do you reckon Cricket Australia would charge for no. those rights? No, they'd no. pay them to show it, like they pay yeah. Channel 9 to put the Matador on. And yeah. the thing is, Cricket Australia are already covering it. They're already paying for the stream and the cameras yeah. and the commentators. Yeah. Just put it on free-to-air TV. Surely, yeah, I mean, yeah. Surely it's got to be beneficial for Cricket Australia yeah. to have it on free-to-air. Yeah, like, obviously. Regardless. knows in Australia that the way to make sport get a profile is put it on free-to-air TV. I'm yeah. sure in 20 years' time it won't matter one iota what platform it's on because it'll all be yeah. free streaming. And everyone will pay like like we do now, $30, and you just watch anything you want from Cricket yeah, Australia. Yeah app but it's still not quite there so in the interim get the stuff on yeah. free-to-air tv and i'm not saying put it on when a test match is on because no one's going to watch it but when there's an yeah. empty weekend there were yeah. two games on it was good scheduling just put it on freeware tv pay for it to get, like, they're already paid for its coverage just lobby one of the channels and say oh put this on we'll pay you to put it on but yeah the reality like, mm. the reality is is like channel nine have four channels so there's no reason yeah. you couldn't have the test match and the women's oh, yeah. well, if understand someone wants they don't to watch wanna... the women's watch it yeah, yeah they don't want to cannibalize their market shopping channel. but but when there's nothing no cricket on it's that weekend yeah. between yeah. test matches it's just like why is it not on mm. like even put a shield one of one they put one of those all the shield matches were streamed why don't they put yeah. one of the shield matches on uh, a channel a free-to-air channel i don't know anyway mm. People probably not interested in the stream uh, shield so much as maybe a women's one day international it might be more appealing. But when you've got like, but like I said, when we've got a round of shield where like this is where we're going to pick our next test player from, mm. why not go? Okay, well the guys in the mix look like a Tanskin from Victoria yeah. and you know yeah. Madison and Patterson from New South Wales. Let's chuck that on TV. Yep. All right. Yep. Yeah. And the New South Wales stream's good too. That's good scoreboard and um, commentators and model angles and that. Mm. So. I don't know. Anyway, we move on now to local cricket. It's over to Mick. Yep. Alrighty. So I've got a few this week to go through. Just bear me one sec while I load yeah, them up. No problem at all. So first off the um, bat is a young lad by the name of Connor Downham. 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 No, no, no. The oh, other. Is, is that what you say to your dog? Isn't it? Downham. Down. <laughs> now, it's what when he picks up the ham, you say, "Hey, down ham." That's it. So, and, uh, so steam a good uh, ham down. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, young Connor took a double hat trick in the under 13s oh. playing for Lindisfarne Cricket Club. Oh, the special handshake club. Yeah, the oh, the special handshake. I had no idea. You looked at me. Yeah, I, 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 I knew Ross would remember. He's an <laughs> old Lindisfarne, isn't he? He's on it. Yeah. Yes. And well, I was half of that skit too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so young Connor finished with four for one. Oh. So he took his double hat trick and he conceded a run. Captain went. Nah, that's enough. That's mate, enough, thanks. buddy. Uh, from there, we move over to Marinda Park Cricket Club, where opener John Cuthbeston. Smashed 263 to have the highest score in the country this weekend. So, well done to him. He also, his opening partner also made a ton as well. So, they had a massive opening partnership. Can I interrupt there, Mick? You can. I believe that opening batsman you talked about, he's a butler. And uh, his 
the bloke he works for just goes, Cuthbertson? Cuthbertson! I heard his nickname's Betty. Betty Cuthbertson. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so from there we move over to uh, Adrian Butterworth from the Clarence Cricket Club. So I'm just going to go through this spectacular over that young, uh, uh, yeah. that young Adrian bowled. So first ball, the over was two runs. Second ball, the over was a wicket, bowled. Third ball, the over was a no ball. So they had to bowl the third ball again, which was a wicket, bowled. The fourth ball was a wide. Then he had to re-bowl that, and that was two wides. Then he had to bowl that ball again, so he took a wicket, bowled. Then he bowled a wide. <laughs> then he had to bowl that ball again, got an LB, and then the last ball, the last um, ball was a wicket bowled. So off his over, he took five for seven. <laughs> <laughs> so his radar was either off the pitch almost, or yeah. a little stump. Take a toe crushing Yorker. Yes. So uh, yeah, that's uh, one of the most, more interesting things to happen in uh, cricket Jesus. locally. Yeah, that'll never happen. From either. there, we move over to um, Central Highlands Under Seventeen's rep cricket, and a young lad there by the name of Fraser Hay uh, took nine for twelve for the ba- for the Ballarat cricket comp. Oh. So that's a very good effort there. So well done Jeez. to him. Um, now I've got another lad here who um, playing for the Ashfield Cricket Club. He's a left arm. Seamer called Christian Masaya. He took 16 for 34. Wow. So, yeah, so like, like the captain says, some blokes don't take 16 wickets in a year, yeah. let alone in a game. Did they win the game? Uh, it doesn't say. I'd imagine they I'd did. I'd imagine they did. <laughs> uh, I'll, quick, I'll quickly touch on some premier scores from around the, uh, around the uh, traps. So uh, Matthew Wilkie from the Lindisfarne Cricket Club hey. took uh, 7 for 37 and 3 for 22 to give hey. him match figures of 10 for 59. Um, they haven't got his first name. They've got A. Keeley from the UTS, University of Tasmania Cricket Club in Tassie took 5 for 50 and 6 for 50 to give him 11 for 100. Uh, in New South Wales Premier Cricket playing for Manly Warringah Cricket Club, James Crossthwaite made 195. Um, and then playing for Fairfield, Liverpool in New South Wales, Anthony Clark made 143. So I had some women's on here. Yeah, so women's I've got, um, so Jess Cameron made 117 for Paran, uh, Hayley Jensen made 101 red for Melbourne Cricket Club, Sarah Elliott took 4 for 44 and 62 not out for Dandenong Women's Cricket Club, um, and Chloe Paparo took, eight, I'm sorry, made 84 red for Midland Guildford Cricket Club in Women's Premier Cricket, and that is local cricket for this week. Thanks, Mick. Thanks, Mick. There's a bit of Premier Cricket, Premier T20 on this weekend's doubleheader Saturday, Sunday. Uh, yesterday oh. for Paran, Evan Golbus made 97 off 27 balls. He is on fire this year. Yes, is he he is. I think he's a little bit, he's one of those players, he's not a great First class or shield player, ah, yes, but he's just yeah. a bit too good for uh, Premier cricket. Yeah. Is, yeah. Similar, yeah. Given, is it the rider? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's had a shake. shake at the moment. Yeah. So he's similar to you, Ross, in football. Yes. <laughs> higher, higher good VFL average. player, but just not quite good enough yeah, AFL. Yeah. Good yeah. tooth player, but just quite <laughs> cracking the ones. It's called Patrick Carnesa syndrome. Yes. Adam Bentick. Yeah. Yes. 50 players that played for Carlton. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, we move on now to, um, what have we got? Oh, yes, we've got time to read an extract. It's book club time. <laughs> book club! Book club. And I found that there's so many books out and there's more coming out every day. But I found one that we'd saved up for a little while. Mark Nicholas has got a book coming out. And it's called I'm a Wanker or something. I don't know. <laughs> is it called Maximum? Oh, yeah, it's called oh, Panache Batting or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called, no, I really was a great county captain. <laughs> <laughs> I was robbed by playing <laughs> test cricket. Uh, so he talks about, and I want you to imagine, that it, it's quite a detailed um, back and forth about a conversation or a couple of conversations he had with Kerry Packer. Oh, so imagine, I'll do my best, but imagine you are talking to Kerry Packer. Okay, so, are you doing a voice? What's your Kerry Packer voice? Uh, Spook. Yeah, that's it. You got to drop an update. You got to go, yes, yes, fuck you, every second word. I have a revolver in my drawer. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Nicholas. I'll do my best. (laughs) And so then also, I've got to do Mark Nicholas's voice, so it'll be like over the top theatrical. I'll see what I can do. (laughs) On a cold and damp day at Bell Reve Oval on January 16, 2005, uh, Mark Nicholas, I was commentating when the phone rang. Son, it's Gary Packer, <laughs> said the gravelly voice on the other end of the line. Son, stop bagging the fucking game. Celebrate the game. Talk it up. I replied, but Mr. Packer, people tell me I'm too busy talking the game up, and they should toughen up. Packer with raised voice, I'm not people, son. I'm the boss. You listen to me. <laughs> Stop telling us how fucking cold it is in Hobart and how the fielders are wringing their hands and how people are wrapped in coats and having a shit time. The only people having a shit time are those of us at home who have to sit here and fucking listen to you. (laughs) And we're a commercial network. We sell the game. It's not over till it's over. I don't care how fucking far in front the Aussies are. It's never fucking over. Our business is numbers, son. Fucking eyeballs. And another thing, when you're next in Sydney, come and see me. Ring my secretary and make an appointment. Yes, Mr. Packer. When do I... <laughs> Are you fucking deaf, son? I said, come and see me when you're next in Sydney. I bring those two other young blokes, Taylor and Healy, with you. <laughs> young blokes. <laughs> I was in shock. Bill Laurie tried to calm me down by recalling the time Packer had told him, quote, stop copying fucking Benno and start fucking talking. <laughs> <laughs> Gingel, the manager of Channel 9, was also in the box, and he said, call him back and tell him he's talking shit. Seriously, it's the only way with Kerry, and he'll respect you for it in the end. He wouldn't have you on the network if he didn't think you're up to it, so call him back and stand your ground. Nicholas didn't call Packer back, but along with Taylor and Healy, he was put on a flight to Sydney the following day to meet with a man who would decide their futures. After a standard half an hour wait, the trio sat down in Packer's office. Without warning, he launched into a spellbinding attack on our commentary, Nicholas wrote. He talked quietly but firmly with a sense of threat. His words were less advice, more instruction, and the longer the short of it was them, stop telling us something is interesting, the viewer can decide whether it's interesting, and don't use the word clever. <laughs> it's a game of cricket. Could, could Kerry Packer not have a quick word from beyond the grave to Bruce fucking McAvaney? Uh, <laughs> Stop asking questions of the other commentators. You're listening, yes. Bruce. And excluding the viewer. Stop telling us about the shit weather. Cut out the in-jokes. We're not interested in your tennis or golf games or your fish and chips. 
Keep sure. women, kids, and blokes who don't play the game in the loop by keeping it simple and explaining it for dummies. Call the fucking game, not the peripherals. Tell us about the game, but don't analyse everything. It's not science, it's a game, and all that analysis is boring. Call the game, know the players, know the figures, know the conditions, and take us inside the game. Don't lecture us, call the bloody game. Hey, Ross. Yes. Did Nicholas have, like, a recorder? How did he remember all that? Uh, I don't know. It's a very good point. I did think, as when I was reading this again this morning, how would you remember exactly that did he say stop fucking listening or did he say stop listening you fuckwits or you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon there's a bit of as uh, Bill Delaney would yeah there's a bit of whipped cream, whip cream on, on top of that <laughs> oh yeah it's a fair, no doubt there's some mayonnaise but uh, that last paragraph there allegedly what Kerry said is spot on and I don't yeah. care which yes. sport you're commentating in Australia Kerry Packer new TV is highly successful at it and yep. what he liked was actually what most people like. So um, they could follow those rules rather than the sort of producers who are fuckwits now who think we're interested in, you know, the sort of shit they get up to in jokes and yeah. how, how much fishing they're doing, who's fatter than who and all that sort of crap. <laughs> no, we don't actually give a shit. Well, I couldn't give a shit seeing Ian Healy being bowled at by Paul Adams. Oh, like, yes. I don't want to see highlights of the commentators playing the game, no matter no. how silly they look. Yep. I agree. Don't want to know about it. You're on that fucking cricket show thing. Yeah, like, exactly. They laugh that's... at each other, call yeah. each other fat bitch. Yep. The game, so tell me why he's bowling there or why this line's moved or what the guy's like, trying to do. There is a certain aspect. Yep. Triple M footy coverage, like yeah. their pre-game is so heavily lit. Blokes do like to hear like shit, get banter and shit can people and Yeah, but then when it's all said and done, like if you want like a proper call and all that, you'll listen, like if you like Triple M, you'll stick with it. Yeah, yeah. As a general rule, their calling's not too bad depending on who's yeah. in there. But if you want it, you'll go to 3RW or you'll go to the ABC or go to somewhere else Just after you've listened stuff, to the yeah. shit canning at the start. Yeah. And the same thing, and cricket's the same. Yeah. Like, like that's why I like the ABCs really good. They've got Caddish and Rogers on there at the moment, and yeah. they're really, really yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yes. Um, yeah, but the problem is you can't switch over and then, nah. because it doesn't seem to it does yeah. well, If you've got more modern TVs, you can. I don't, but yes. Oh, no, I don't, don't either. Yeah. We're looking at a Palsonic at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Panasonic, Ross, Palsonic. Yes. I believe we had a... Dayfon air conditioner at one stage too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Dayfon, Philippines' favourite air. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the TV the the, um, the air conditioner was a Fujita, not a Fujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> Fujita. Yes. We have a quick look now at international cricket, and England are going shit in India, which is good to yes. see. Yes. Yes. Well, f- finally, after the first test, would they just put out a bit of concrete and spray painted it green? <laughs> yes. I was furious that, like, when we go over to India, we get a piece of clay with, like, chips yeah. out of it, and it turns square from ball one, and then India serve up England a road, and it was like, ah, oh, come on, serve them up what you give us, and they did for the second test, they were shitting, shitting yeah, it. Yeah, they learned the lesson from the first one. Yeah. Yes. Um... There's also Pakistan uh, involved in some very low-scoring test matches with New Zealand. Oh, I was watching some of that yesterday. Yeah. So there's a guy playing for um, New Zealand who's obviously got some Indian descent or something like that. His name is Jeet Ravel. 
yep. or Ravel or something like that. And he's so he's a left-hander, and they're like the ball's doing a little bit. It's in New Zealand, typical conditions, and he's like poking at it. He got dropped twice in first sleep on his way to fifty. One of them, the guy's hands were so far apart, it was like he's trying to catch a watermelon, <laughs> and then was like in shock that it went through them. And like the commentators like, dude, your hands have got to be together. <laughs> and then they, so then they plucked it. Like, I can't remember which guy it was, but apparently the thing that they were in shock because he used to be a keeper. They're like, how can he die? <laughs> So then they plucked him out of first slip, chucked him somewhere else, put another guy in first slip, like an over later, nicked off, bang, catch, see you later, oh. off you go, buddy. It's just like, oh, wow. He had the hula hoop style. Oh, he must have, he must have learned his keeping techniques from Cameron Ackmile then. <laughs> Brad Haddon even. Yeah. Hula hoopers. Oh. Um. And um, West Indies, Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe are playing a one-day tri-series in Zimbabwe at the moment. And... Somehow, the West Indies have got to winning positions in two games and lost it in the last over. Oh. They, they had a tie, I think, with Zimbabwe because they needed four runs off the last over and only got three and a bloke took three wickets or something. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, horrendous. And then they, they, needed, they, they lost a game by one run. Against Sri Lanka, they needed about the same off the last. They need like four or five off the last over, and they got four. So yeah, they're having some weird time of it in that ODI try series. And they surprisingly they didn't make the final after those two performances. It's Sri Lanka. Jeez, you Zimbabwe. played against the Zimbos and you don't make a final. Yeah, that's yeah. not well, ideal. It's, it's on their own dung heap though. So you know. oh yeah, true. They never lose on their own dung heap. Do yeah, they? and they they, they, they sent played. their best bat home because he had an argument with the president. Oh, they've done mm-hmm. that again, West Indies. Well, yeah, they. they um, Took yes. Darren Bravo to bugger off. Oh, God. Yeah. Like... Because like, he's their best player and they have like a, a yes. tiering system yeah. and he was in tier C. Mm. But he's got better figures than all the tier A players and he cracked it and yeah. called, the, called the president out on Twitter and they sent him home. Imagine if that happened in Australia. Like, yeah. Klinger would have cracked it, would have yeah. been sent home from not getting a game, but, you know, <laughs> it would have been 10 guys in the shield being <laughs> unable to play anywhere. Yeah. James Sutherland would be just blocking blokes like right and centre. Yeah, blocking him on Twitter. To finish with uh, today, we have a quick look now at the upcoming um, Chapel Hadley series. Ah, yes. yes. My favourite series. Yes, Sunday. The Mistaka Trophy. (laughs) The Gilded Mistakas. (laughs) It starts on Sunday, then in Sydney. And then uh, Tuesday in Canberra, and finishes Friday in Melbourne. So uh, the squad, the big surprise. Well, there were two. That um, uh, what's his name? Haste, John Hastings was left out. Sorry, the Duke. Complete blank on what was going on. John Hastings was omitted despite having taken the most one-day wickets in the world this yes. calendar yeah, year. In the world, oh. not just for Australia. In the world. See, that goes back to my point. Like, are they banking on him having a shit one? Yeah. Like, yes. I don't get it. Well, They're banking they, on a guy they... who's had good ones, continually having. But good it's weird ones. that I don't think he was even in the Shield side. No, no he no. hasn't been. He made it back in for this game. Um, Dan oh, did Christian have been but holding he hasn't out. been. Yeah, Dan Christian's swap, man. Do you reckon that's a little bit of Cricket Australia going, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Vicks, like, you didn't play Maxwell. You're not playing Haystack. But, uh, but, but the Vicks have been winning, so they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Like, play whoever... I don't think they should be doing that, because... Yeah. It's know, a different form of cricket, too. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, um, well, I think... John Hastings could be called up for game two and three because Pat Cummins is in the squad and he's not going to last more than one game. Break down. 
Yeah. His arm will go flying off the first ball. <laughs> I think if they use that new stupid hot pitch map thing they've got on Channel 9 and fire that on Pat Cummins' back, it'll be fucking red. Yeah. So many hotspots is my game. Oh, here, yes, so. okay. And the one... <sighs> Move on. ...other interesting... Jeez, I've gone well, haven't I? Yeah, <laughs> shut up. We're trying to finish. Right. <laughs> Buy some socks. <laughs> Hilton Cartwright's in there as a batter. Big Hank. Yeah. Yes. Next man. He's, so he's gone from the CA yeah. to the Australian side in 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Metriotic runs. Mm. Yeah, so that's what that looks like. James Faulkner's back in there. And Josh Hazelwood, Mitch Stark as well. Well, then, well Faulkner, Faulkner can't be in the Shield side because he's got injuries and he's got a bit of a niggle. That's, yeah. like, why is he... Like, he sh- Hastings should have been picked ahead. Well, he should have been picked full stop. Yeah. He should have definitely been picked ahead of him. Yeah. Glenn Maxwell's back in, though, too. Yeah. yeah. So they, they got their brains back together for that, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a go. And, you know. I don't know. Who else is in there? Is Finch, Finch in Warner. There? Finch and Warner. Oh, that way. You bat yeah. Finch at three. Yeah. yeah. You could rotate any of those. You can even bat Finch at five. Lower order hitting when the ball's a bit off. Although he does work his way into it. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. But maybe he does that because he's batting in the open, his opening spot. I don't know. Yeah. All right, well, that's a wrap. Thanks very much. Hang on, Ross. Hang yes. on. I've got to talk about... Um, oh, some listener you know, feedback. We all know that, yeah, there's a bit of listener feedback. Uh, so Jesse Bilkey posted on the uh, thing about the new um, Don Bradman game, which yeah. I'm not eagerly anticipating, but other guys might be. Uh, just a bit of a bubble update. The inner sanctum, the middle cricket bubble. So we've got the six members so far. Kirby, um, Fat Ed... Jimmy Grant, Nathan Ryan, Jesse Bilkey, and Grant Dowler. I think Grant Dowler now is head bub, as I'm calling him. Yes, he's... he's because uh, he's, he actually has friends, and yeah. people listen to him on Facebook, <laughs> unlike any of us. He did one post, and got a hundred and something likes on it. Yeah, more than like ten of our posts were together. Oh, it's, I don't reckon any of my posts in the history of me being online have ever got to a combined total of a hundred likes. Unbelievable. So, um... Head Bob Grant Dowler, can you please do some more posts? Yeah. That would be fantastic and spread the word. Um, I'm embarking on a getting Nathan Ryan to like me campaign, guys. <laughs> so can you? I'll list a few things that I'm going to do to hopefully get him to like me. And Nathan, if you could give some feedback. I know you um, are regularly in contact with Nick, so if you could just let him know a few things I could do to get better, not bitter, as they say, Ross. So I'm going to start doing research. I didn't do any research or any, any work for this one, but next one I'm going to start doing some stuff. Um, my jokes will be better. Perhaps I won't explain them after I do them. I think I'm work on that. Maybe cut them um, down to zero. That would be good. Sorry, say that again. Maybe cut the jokes down to zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that might help. That's what, I, that's what I bring to the... This can't turn into a leading tease by like, Oh, sorry. Just a couple of points, please. So, yeah, if you've got any things, that's the two things I'm going to work on for next step. Stop talking over Ross. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay, the enough. interrupting one is really <laughs> annoying. Buy some socks, Ross. <laughs> yeah, really annoying. And I was listening back to the episode where we did leading teams and Mick said, you should listen. And the very next thing that came out of your mouth was, why did you say Michael Jordan Carenti? <laughs> it uh, sound like he said Michael Jordan Carenti. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so there's no one's, no one's been in or knocked out of the bubble so far. We've yeah. still got our core group. 
And I reckon to the other guys, lift your game. Except for Jesse Bilkins is sponsoring us. You can just do whatever you yeah, like, mate. But Jesse's been good. He's been putting posts on yeah. the Facebook page and stuff. He's very interesting. But I reckon I'm going to call out Kirby here. Lift your Whoa, game. Oh, Kirby. All right, life won't be worth living if I don't wrap this up now. This has been the Cricket <laughs> Podcast. Another big lug production. Find us on all social media and podcast platforms. iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, Midoff Cricket. Our website, midoffcricket.wix.com slash home. Our next podcast will be in a fortnight just after the Chapel Hadley Trophy has wrapped up, I think. No idea. Until next time, it's uh, bye for now. Thanks for listening.